Welcome back to My Two Pennies with your host, Greg Winder. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. It is June 12th, 2020. It's 422 in the afternoon. It's a beautiful sunny day here in Pennsylvania. And the world is seemingly turned on its head. But I'm not here to talk to you about that today. I'm here to talk to you about being better within yourself. Being honest with yourself. You know, every person you meet is struggling. I learned that from an astronaut named Chris Hadfield. He's a Canadian and been on uh, three three missions to space. His last mission, he spent a hundred some odd days. That last that I know of, anyway. He's probably been out there since then. But he was a station commander. He did about five months out there and at the space station. Um, anyway, I heard him say that and thought to myself, man, what a intelligent statement every person you meet has some sort of struggle be it with weight be it with looks you know physical appearance um, uh, mortgage car note finding a job drugs lack of sex or too much you know there's a lot of people out there who think they have no problems, but they actually do. They're struggling with self-deception and denial. These people are toxic. Not just to you, but to themselves. They're like that floating plastic island in the Pacific. You know, it's amazing to see but beneath the surface it's just a bunch of crap it takes less effort to believe in something than it does to understand something what do I mean people believe in Jesus People believe in God. People believe their car is going to turn over every time they rotate that key forward two times. Two clicks, anyway, not two times, two clicks. But understanding how that car turns on when you click it forward twice. is a different story. Most people don't know what's going on under the hood of their car, let alone have even seen under there until mm -hmm. something's wrong. So it's easier to just get in your car and believe that it, everything's fine. Never mind that check engine light. I don't know what that is, but the car's still running, so 
I believe it's fine. As opposed to going somewhere like Advanced Auto or AutoZone or a mechanic and getting those codes checked out to see and understand what's going on under the hood of your car. You know, sometimes it's really simple, like, oh, I just need to turn my gas cap a little tighter. Or my air filter's not allowing enough air to get in. You know, something, anything. This is why a lot of us end up in bad situations because we believe we have the right idea. We believe that following the masses aimlessly, you know, drifting to our slaughter It's, it's because we believe that it's the right thing to do, like the current movements across the country. We believe that's the right thing to do, and once we achieve it, what then? What do we do with all of the systems that existed before it and tore down? How do we implement the new system? How do we integrate everyone into said new system? Because this isn't going to be easy. Everybody believes that once they get the police departments abolished and, and, you know, reparations are paid, everything's going to go to a new normal. Yes, the new normal is going to be resentment for you if you are darker than pink. That's what's going to happen. People are really not paying attention to the whole story. They're just looking at that little piece of page that's given to them every day. We're just going to give you a letter a day. And eventually you'll come to figure out what's happening. But by then, we've already got you bent over a barrel. Don't be stupid, people. Don't be stupid. How do we get ourselves to the point where we understand things better? Well, one, we have the most powerful device, most of us anyway, have the most powerful device in the world in the pocket, in our pocket, back pocket, side pocket. Some of us wear it hanging around our neck, you know, in our shirt pocket, coat pocket, jacket pocket, wherever. It's somewhere within arm's reach of you at almost all times. And you choose to use it to take pictures of yourself and post memes about movements that you really aren't into, that you really don't have your heart and soul set to. You know, how are you going to be a part of a movement and you're not offering anything except a body? Thanks. We can find bodies anywhere. You know, we could put a bunch of dummies and mannequins out here and, and get the same point across. What are you... Uh, what are you, what's the word I'm looking for? Contributing to the new future. Once these movements successfully 
or unsuccessfully reach their goal, what then? I, myself, as a African-American male, adult, in his 40s, really don't want to know what's next. I do not wish to know what comes next. The world right now is in shambles, and everybody is just thinking on the America level. I'm talking about the entire world. There are things happening in the world that don't even make it to the news media. Or, I'm sorry, things that don't get redistributed to the masses by the news media because they know there's a story on it. You know, we see problems in others easily. But we can't address those within ourselves. This is the war that every person, man, woman, child should be fighting on this earth right now. We should be on a mission of self-discovery. We should be trying to figure out the puzzle that is us, me. I'm supposed to be trying to figure me out. Forget about everything else in the world. Because if I don't know me... How can I defend myself against you? If I follow blindly into the movements without knowing myself, then how can I contribute to where the movement's going? I'm dead weight. We judge and make claims that, uh, you know, that we are holier than, I, than thou, you know. We're so clean and everyone else in the world is filthy. And you know what I'm talking about. We all do it. We all, every day at some point, see someone or something that disgusts us. But we won't address those things within ourselves that disgust the rest of the world. We know it does. We know those things do. But we don't address them within ourselves. That is real serious. Self-reflection is just literally being brutally honest with yourself. Saying the things to you that not even your friends will say. Saying things to you that not even your enemies will say. And, and I don't mean that in a sense of tearing yourself down, but in a sense of, you know, constructive criticism, if you know what that is. You know, all criticism should be constructive. At least it should be taken that way by the, receive, the, the receiver. This is the doorway to change. When everyone else goes into a period of self-reflection, when a nation falls into a period of self-reflection, which is what should have been happening during this shutdown. Nobody did it. Or very few of us did. I'm fat. I tell myself this 
every day. But do I do something to change it? No. Because I'm too afraid of the change. Of all of the changes I'll have to make to get myself skinny again. The only one to blame for where you are in life is yourself. If you're mad at somebody for something that happened to you in your entire lifetime, guess what? You put yourself in that position. You put you there. You walked to the store at this given hour. You went to the hair salon during the shutdown. Whatever. You know, these are just random examples that I'm grabbing out of the sky. You know. When you realize how insignificant you are, then the ego is then shrank down to virtually nothing. The internal voices that we hear are totally repeating things that we've heard throughout our lives. The tapes, as a mentor of mine a long time ago, Samuel G., used to tell us all the time. We go to the tapes when we're in a situation that's uncomfortable for us. And the tapes are things like your mom or your dad or your uncle or your brother or your peers telling you that you're a lowlife or you're nothing or you're not significant at all. They were telling you the truth, but you didn't look at it deeply enough to understand. You believed it without understanding it. See how I brought that back around? So when we spend our time believing things and not understanding them, not understanding the, the motives or the, the uh, agenda of others outside ourselves and why they say things to us and why they put things to us in a particular tone, you know, some people call it overthinking. I honestly believe there's no such thing because even if you overthink, you still miss variables that are left out there. No one can see all the variables. That's why you have collectives and groups that make things happen. Everything that happens in the world has gone through a group. A group of people have said, this looks like it'll work. And the others will say, I don't think it'll work. Maybe if you tweak this little piece of it right here, it'll work. But as it stands now, it's not going to work. And then you have that guy who's just like, I'll take it either way. You know, you have to, you have to acknowledge the seven egos within you. You have to acknowledge them. You have to know who's in control and you have to know how to address each and every one of them, how to how to how to approach them, how to how to collaborate and come up with sensible things that you can do with yourself to put yourself in a better position. So, I think I will leave you with these words. Every person that you meet is struggling. Thank you for listening.
I love you guys. Check me out again. Peace.